along with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, the next generation, as compared to the old generation, which is my generation, I guess. Anyway, I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre. New England Zone, Van Helsing, and with me, all the way from the east, from the Bridgewater Triangle, <laughs> is the blind bombshell herself, Ann Kerrigan. Well, hello, everybody. Wow, you did the whole spiel tonight. You haven't done that in a while. That's because we have no guests. I can talk, actually. Ah, yeah, you're going to drag it all out. Yeah, drag out. Oh, well... Anyway, buddy, and it's it's nice to talk to you all tonight and be here in the blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, here I am. I got my wine. What are we gonna talk about? Wait a minute, you have no wine? No, I have my wine. Oh, I thought you said you have no wine. Oh no, I got lots of wine. Yeah, that was. uh, I I I I wanted to know what you they did with the real end. (laughs) Anyways, got it. We, uh, I, I was, you know, I'm always looking at things and, and reading about stuff and and watching documentaries about weird stuff and everything. And mm-hmm. um, it, it started thinking about something because do you remember the Twilight Zones and the, and the uh, uh, what was those other ones? Outer Limits and uh, mm-hmm. Tales of the Unknown and all those? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always remember one, and I can't remember uh, what, what it was. And that is uh, a guy had a transplant. I think he had his arm transplanted or ham transplanted, and it came from a killer. And his, uh-huh. his arm wanted to kill people. Yeah. Do you remember sounds, that one? It sounds like a Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. If so, Russ was here, I, I'm sure he could tell us exactly which one it was. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> So I, 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 it brought, you know, because I do these ghost tours, you know, for Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse to do, uh, uh, you know, raise money for them. And people always ask me, you know, well, how did you get into the paranormal, blah, 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 blah. So anyways, uh, it, it all started, of course, is when I cut my fingers off. And I always tell them, I said, well, yeah, I cut my, ran my table, hand through a table, so I cut my fingers off. But it's okay. They put them back Ouch. together again. And see my middle finger, that's mm-hmm. got that's that's got uh, cadaver bone in it. So if right. I flip flip you off, that's really not me. It's really not you. No. Okay. So <laughs> I, I get to be thinking. Do you think? I mean, we have so many transplants nowadays. Does do you become attached to your body parts? I don't know. You hear an awful lot about people who get. Uh, heart transplants and things like that, and all of a sudden, 
they have a whole new, not just a whole new lease on life, but they have interest in things that never interested them before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've, I've read a lot of stories about that. You know, uh, the person they get the heart from like to hike and be outdoors and, and all of a sudden this person who got the heart wants to do those things, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't, I mean, that, it's a part of you. It's a part of who you are and, yeah, and they, how they even, you're I, made. Yeah, I even heard where they, they, they start liking foods they didn't like before, and, and they right. have hankerings for food that, you know, they wouldn't even think of eating. And But, I mean, still, I mean, that's only one organ in your body. Why would you have that much of an effect on your entire body? Uh, a genetic? I don't know. Just the way, I mean, how are you made? How are you created? You're created with your own unique, your own unique DNA, DNA, your own unique uh, soul. Maybe it's a little piece of, of your soul. Yeah. It's hard to say. But Take I can have a little piece of my heart now. <laughs> Maybe oh. uh, you know, just the way your your DNA is. Yeah. It's, it's hard for me to answer that question, Ron. Well, but no, that's what it's about. I mean, this makes is what the show is the show is about thinking and, and theories and, and wondering and, and trying to solve some of these questions, at least give make sense to them that all these unique experiences that we have and 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 weird things that happen and uh that's why i love this is is there are no real definitive answers it's all speculation i mean we don't in in all reality we don't know what a ghost is i mean we believe we know what it is but we really don't we can't prove it we can't you know uh quantify it it's it's weird Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. And uh, okay, he, here's a little example. So uh, we're all about the personal experiences, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. blah. No one's going to believe you. It doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. It does matter. It does matter to you. It matters to me if I've had that experience. So my friend recently, and I told you a little bit about this, good friend of mine, I've camped with for many, 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 many years. We were camping a few weekends ago and she came to me and she said, I need to show you something really, really weird. And I'm like, um, okay. She's got her phone in her hand and I'm like, she's going to show me a strange, strange video that someone's posted. And she's, she hands me the phone and she goes, this is in my basement happening live right now. And I'm like, are you pulling a joke on me? I'm looking at it. She's like, no, no, this is, I have a security camera. It's in my basement. Uh, there's no one home. And it's one of those, you know, an IR security camera. It's dark in the basement, obviously. No one is home. And she knows no one is home because they're all camping. And there's this thing floating. All around, not not even all around, I won't say all around the basement, in one specific area of her basement. And it's not like a little, oh, it's a cute little orb, it's a little round orb bouncing around. No, it is a large, white, 
well, transparent, but white, predominantly mass. And sometimes it's moving. Sometimes well, it's just hanging. Let, let me ask you this before you go on, um, Anne. Is, yep. is this a, a black and white shot or is it a color shot? It's a black and white shot. Okay, so it's probably imp- infrared, which means, uh, it, yeah, so the, the, the color is probably not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay, what has that got to do with the fact that there's something bobbing around <laughs> in well, her basement? If it's and there's infrared, no... of course, if it's infrared, then infrared is in the heat section, in the heat uh, spectrum, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that could be n- nothing more than uh, warm air, basically. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. But who knows? I don't. I, I haven't even seen right. it, so I can't. You can explain it. Really. I know. I'm like, would you please send me the video? And she's got, I don't know what her phone is. It's not an iPhone. I don't know what it is. Is it um, a flip phone like mine? Oh, hell no. <laughs> no one has flip phones but you, Ron. And if it was a flip phone, we wouldn't be able to access the video. You oh, yes, you can. My flip phone does have, have video. Not like this. Not and like not only that, that, it has night shot video. So, really? <laughs> well, good for you. Into that. I don't think it would connect to your basement IR security camera system. Actually, you could. Mm, I doubt it. It has internet capability, so therefore you could be able to. I don't. Whatever. See, neither hand nor there. So, <laughs> I don't know. Of course, I would never pay for that. Right. This is true. <laughs> it would cost you money. It ain't going to happen. So I don't know what this is, and I'm watching it, and we sat there and watched it for about 10 minutes. Really? Oh, yeah. It well, was live. had nothing to do, huh? It was live. Well, no, we were camping. We were relaxing, and I'm like. Did it, like, wave at you or anything? Sherry, I don't even know what to tell you about this. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is anything funny happening in your house? Is anything going on? I don't know. But there was no, and she's like, there's no fans. There's no no reason for any air movement. There's nothing going on. The mm-hmm. air conditioning's not on. There's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. So I can't explain it. So, you know, what what is what does that mean? And what is that in the big scheme of personal experiences? So um, I said, well, you know, keep checking in and... <laughs> If you see it, if you keep seeing it, I don't know, you know, keep a log of when you see it. And and I don't know what else to tell you. So all kinds of crazy things happen that can't be explained. She's also lost a lot of people recently in her life, mm-hmm. um, you know, her parents. and Right. So they have nothing better to do than float around in the basement. Float around in the basement. I don't yeah, know. Makes sense to me. Ah, hey, you know what? Spirits have a lot of time in their hands. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's my weird story for this week. No, it's actually, you know, I mean, you know, maybe the next step would for her to do is if she didn't want to investigate is to, you know, put a digital recorder down there at night and see what happens. Or anyways, the whole day, as long as it records. Yeah. Yeah, I could go see do what that. You got. I could go do that for her. <laughs> There's, there's many things you can do. I, uh, Marion and I uh, um, did a, a little investigation for someone uh, locally, and what they did is they did exactly that. They put a recorder in the basement, and uh, it was kind of intriguing uh, because 
we heard what sounded like laughter. We heard what sounded oh. like uh, voices. Uh, you know, it, it it was intriguing. Now, it, it it didn't sound like the homeowners, and uh, but it doesn't really mean it's not really voices or really laughter. But it, it was interesting because it came out of nowhere and it was strange but anyway mm-hmm. but these mm-hmm. are all the cool stuff this is the you know this is what makes me do what i do actually hmm. that's true that's true yeah. i mean what you do right and what i do yeah. it's what we both do mm-hmm. hey so here's some stories do we want to go with this organ recipient thing Cause oh, you i got some i something? got some Ooh, stories you're the girl i googled i googled okay so uh, this woman, so number 10 on, on this list, Claire Sylvia has strange cravings and dreams of uh, New England. So it says, not only did the heart and lung transplant that 47-year-old Claire Sylvia received save her life, but it also made her the first person in New England to undergo the process. Woohoo! Oh. Uh, she's also convinced that in addition to vital organs, she received some of her donor's tastes as if his memories were locked into his heart and lungs and consequently are now flowing in her body. She told a reporter that when she was asked what she wanted to do after the first, after the operation, she said that she was dying for a beer right now. Yeah, there you go. Right? Well, wouldn't she be? I would. This was strange to Claire as she'd never enjoyed beer in the slightest before. Mm. Over the coming days, she also found that she was experiencing cravings for foods she'd never liked or even eaten before, such as green peppers, Snickers chocolate bars, Mm. and strangely, McDonald's chicken McNuggets, (laughs) something which she'd never had a desire to eat. And she had strange dreams where she would see a thin young man who she believed was called Tim. Specifically, she had the words Tim L. in her mind when she had the dreams. By searching through local obituaries of the days leading up to the day of her transplant, she came across Timothy Lamarande. You would have killed this name if I had given this to you. But anyways. Excuse me? You would have massacred this guy's name. Really? Timothy Limarande was 18 years old. Excuse me for a second. You know how bad it is? On, on the morning show, I have people sending me their names for me to pronounce them on the air. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> That's bad. Yes. <laughs> you just want to see how bad you, you, uh, you, Evidently. you handle them? That's funny. Well, at least there's somebody listening. Right? What's that? At least there's somebody listening. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we have a we have a pretty good following, and I mean, even <laughs> even uh, it's it, for those who don't know, it's the Good uh, Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, which uh, is broadcast on, on the radio. At uh, of course, I can never remember what number that is. One old seven point nine HD two, um, but it's also uh, streamed live on uh, Facebook as well. And in fact, it's archived on there too, so you can go to the Good. Uh, Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition and uh, uh, see them there. Or go watch the old ones, which is, I mean, you did the the, the, the live uh, broadcast we did from uh, Circles of Wisdom was there. Mm-hmm. It was, there was a, a, almost a thousand watches on Facebook. Sweet. So, yeah. Sweet. All right. So can I continue my yeah, story now? Story. Okay. You know how I, Chipmunk, 
Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. So Timothy Limarande was 18 years old when he died in a motorcycle accident on the same day as Claire's transplant. He had been on his way home from a local, you got it, McDonald's restaurant. There you go. A bag of chicken McNuggets was found in his jacket pocket when doctors removed his clothing in a desperate attempt to save his life. She managed to track down Tim's family, whom she hadn't met before, and they confirmed to her that the cravings she was having were indeed all for foods that Tim had enjoyed very much. I thought they were pretty Beer much... and all. I thought they were pretty much confidential on donors. Well, she was the one who, who went out and did the research. Yeah, but she had to copped up some information from somewhere. Well, she looked for accidents. Okay, the, maybe I could be wrong. Anyways, John, It said on. right here, John... John, why did you call me John? Oh, my God. It must be that, that finger I had transplanted. <laughs> well, anyways, no. It said she, she searched through local obituaries of the days leading up to her death. So, of her transplant, excuse me. Um, so, why not? If you're, if you're a good enough uh, researcher, detective, sure. you could find out. You could find out. So that's really that's really amazing, and that's that's a classic example of what we were just talking about. Absolutely, that's crazy. It really is crazy. And I mean, there's there's a lot more on this list, but we don't have to go through all of them. But, but that was just the one I that, picked. You know what? Yeah, we always talk about you know cemeteries being haunted, right? And people say, oh, "Well, if I was feral, why would I hang around the cemetery?" So, isn't that kind of what we're having here? You're sticking with your body, so wouldn't you stick with your body in the cemetery as well? Uh, I guess. Are we just picking and choosing what we we well, want to use? Why would, you, why would you? Why would you? The 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 piece, but there's a, the difference is that in one instance, you're you're all of you is dead. Yeah. In, in, in the cemetery, all of you is dead. But in yeah. this instance, they harvested an organ which was still alive. alive. Okay, I, I get that. It was so now, now, now we're saying, if you go on that route, it, that the, the soul is organic and not uh, inorganic. Well, I guess... Hmm, no, I don't know. I guess so. I mean, if you've you've they've harvested these organs, they're still vital. They're still viable. They're still alive, and you put mm -hmm. them in a new environment. Right. I I would think it would stand a reason that it's that's like you said. You know, you've you've got you've got a piece of someone's soul in you. How else can you say it? I don't know. I, 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 I hope I'm ready to jump at that. Or... It's a great theory. You know, it's really funny. Um, well, it's not funny. My neighbor across the street uh, had cystic fibrosis. She still has cystic fibrosis, but she had a lung transplant. Yeah. And I would be really interested to talk to her and see if she's ever experienced anything funky like that. that yeah, was... like the craving for a cigarette or something? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, she waited a long time. They thought she was going to die. And maybe I mean, you, you know, maybe if if you're, uh, you know, you're you're a girl, all of a sudden you're looking at other girls differently. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. 
But I mean, that opens so many doors and puts us in so many yeah. directions. Yeah. Why not? And now I see her. I when I'm out walking, I'll see her running down the street. This, this, Isn't that cool, huh? This girl had a double lug transplant, and before they thought she was going to die, she was in the hospital more than she was out of it. And I'm like, it like it makes me cry. It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that it's cool? Crazy. Look at look at her go! Holy crap! It's 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 awesome. Yeah, so, she puts you to shame, huh? Oh, of course she does. <laughs> well, she's about 15 years younger than me too, so you know that could have something Is to do. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, the poor thing was that young when she, she had a double was, yeah. lung transplant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yeah, she. Um, she married. She. Oh, yeah. She's married. She's got a son, but. Um, oh. She's yeah. She's she's probably uh, forty now, and I think mm-hmm. she had the transplant. That's about your age, maybe years old. ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Anyway, that's that's intriguing. You, you have another one. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hear it. I'd mean, like to hear something else more about this. All right. Let's see. The next one. Oh, this one. Uh, Jamie Sherman awakes from transplant feeling rage and anger. Ah. Tucson, Arizona. Uh, Jamie Sherman had underwent several heart surgeries by the time she had a heart transplant at the age of 24. She'd suffered from a heart defect since birth. When she awoke following the successful procedure, she felt a deep sense of anger, so much so that she wanted to fight, although she didn't know why. She also began to have cravings for Mexican food. Especially, here's the food again, right? Yeah, there you go. Especially cheese enchiladas, (laughs) something she hadn't craved before. Six months following the transplant, Jamie was able to meet the family of her donor. A I 20... they, okay, so I guess the, it's it's optional whether you keep yeah, the confidential. I don't, know. I don't know. A yeah. 29-year-old man named Scott Phillips. She quickly mentioned her cravings and liking for Mexican foods, and she wasn't too surprised to hear that Scott's favorite food was Mexican, and he particularly liked cheese enchiladas. Mm. When Jamie found out that Scott had died in a fight at a sports bar, after being hit in the head and suffering major brain trauma, she felt that she now understood where her sudden feelings of anger came from. Right. She theorized that he felt anger and rage in the seconds before he was hit and consequently died. And these feelings were locked in his heart when it was transplanted to her. Oh. Pretty crazy. Did she over her anger management? I don't know. That's the end of it. Yeah. That's a little short, short blurb. That would be kind of sucky if you, if you get a really crappy person, you know? Yeah, right. I you don't some, want your you got some, management. You got some stupid deviant, and uh, all of a sudden you got hankerings for like, oh, no, my God, what's uh, wrong with me? Yeah, that's scary. That's scary stuff. But the, if, 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 we, if you believe in what we're talking about, then there's no reason that that couldn't occur. Okay, so there must be a movie out there somewhere. Help me here, movie buffs. There must be a movie out there somewhere about somebody who's had a transplant and became a psychopath. Right? Well, we were talking about that earlier, right? Got to be. We were? Yeah, about the transplant of the hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Twilight Zone. That's true. So, yeah, it has to have happened. It's got to be out there. Someone help me. 
Come on, Nate, you listen. You you know a lot about movies. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> Strange stuff. There had to have been a movie made about this. Like, they well, what about a movie? How about a real life incident that we, we, you know, you have a couple of reports there that you talked about. I wonder if anybody. Now, most of those don't deal too much with. Uh, it looks like food is the predominant thing there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going through the line, which makes sense. The body is built on food, right? Isn't that what's the old saying? You are what you eat. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's the truth. Yeah. Uh huh. My my daughter's screwed. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll want American chop suey all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, does any of those have anything other than food in it? Yes, I have one where the person developed new uh, uh, new skills. Okay, let's let's hear that one. Well, I don't know. We we only got two minutes. Am I going to have enough to? Uh, oh, I don't know how. I can't see the article, so I don't know how long. Um, this is. I don't know if I can fit it all. In. All right. So when we come back, we'll we'll talk about that. Anyways, uh, I got a couple quick things we can talk about. And, of course, okay. the, the thing I'm really excited about is my new book that's coming out October 1st. And, and will be available at SpiritQuest. And that, of course, is More Ghost Chronicles. And, uh, more, more, more. Yep. And it's, it's kind of cool. More, more. There you go. What is that? More, more, more. How do you like it? How do you like it? Remember that old song? You can't sing songs on the air. Why not? Because it's trademark, trademark infringement. Oh, then I won't tell you who sings it. I don't How care. that? I do know who did anyways. I so anyways, our new book, More Ghost Chronicles, coming out uh, October 1st, written by myself and Maureen Wood, mm. and uh, followed by Jeff Belanger. So uh, check it out. It's got places like Gettysburg and uh, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse and uh, Georgia and all that cool stuff uh oh yeah america's uh, oh turtle mound which is wicked cool mm-hmm. um, where's that, that? texas no what's that where's turtle mound andover andover oh you know who would love that by the way is somebody's gonna be at uh, spirit quest who's that your friend derek derek gunn derek, derek gunn's gunn? very much into the the ancient America stuff, right? Oh, we'll have time. Betty's been there. We'll have to talk. So, anyways, about it. we have the tune, so we have to take a break right now. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation right here on Tojanet and Parax Radio. And we'll be right back after the following messages. Harry Price, I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2, 
But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Hi, Steve Parsons here looking for sea monsters in Tenby, West Wales. And I'll be over in New England looking for your sea monsters this coming fall. Join me, Ron Kolek, and a host of others at Spirit Quest 2018. We'll see you there. with Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann. And we have no guests tonight, and we're just talking about anything that the wind blows us into. And right now it's transplanted body parts. Right. <laughs> How else would you spend the evening other than talking about transplanted I know, body right? Parts? Okay. And I, I got to hand it to our, our Paranews reporter, Nate. Uh, he came. He's coming up with movies. Like I said, there had to be movies about this, about people who got body parts transplanted and then become, you know, serial killers and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we can we can talk about that in a few minutes. But that's that is. Thank you, Nate. We can always count on you, man. All right. So you want to hear about the the transplant and this uh, woman finally. Uh, Develop new skills? Yeah. Whole new skill set? Okay. Not only did 17-year-old Amy Tippins develop a sudden craving and liking for hamburgers. Here we go with the food again. It goes on. Following her successful liver transplant in 1993. But she also suddenly developed a deep sense of moral and civic duty and an appreciation for her community at large. That wasn't the strangest thing she noticed, however. She seemed to have new abilities as well. Could she jump over tall buildings? What if she had superpowers? How cool would that be? Oh, my God. She noticed that she would wander into hardware stores without realizing what she was doing. Also, she had a knowledge of a whole range of complex do-it-yourself skills and was physically able to carry them out. Amy had suffered from acute liver disease, which led to her requiring a new liver. She managed to arrange a meeting with the donor's family and learned that he was a former U.S. Marshal named Mike James. His family stated that hamburger is one of his favorite foods, but perhaps more importantly to Amy, they said that he loved to work with his hands and had undertaken several building projects at home before his death. Undertaken. (laughs) Oh, but I'm bump. His family also told her that his goal in life was always to help and protect other people. Amy believes that through the liver transplant, she has absorbed some of Mike's personality and a sense of duty as well as some of his skills. Pretty crazy, huh? Intriguing. Yeah. Yep. I yep. still think that can go the other way. So if you got body parts from a hooker and. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. could be a yeah. loose, loose lady. Be a loose woman. 
Let me see if there's anything on this list. Um, I don't see anything that encompasses loose ladies. I don't. Yeah, I don't see anything like that on this list. But um, no, it's all good. So two shoots. We'd have a look at the docs. It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. So so Nate came up. So the first movie he came up with is a movie called Body Parts, Mm. and uh, it was from 1991. And in this movie, uh, let's see, who's in it? Is there any starring Jeff Fahey? I don't know who that is. So uh, Bill Cruikshank. Apparently so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was before my son was born. But anyways, uh, Bill Cruikshank is a psychologist working with convicted killers at a prison. While driving to work, Bill gets in a horrific car accident and loses an arm. Ah! Oh! oh. Ow! Sound that effects. my ears. Sound effects. Well, do the sound effects away from the microphone. Okay. I am. I'm across the room. From so, it. No, you aren't. Yes, At I the am. hospital, uh, Dr. Agatha Webb convinces Bill's wife to sign off on an experimental transplant surgery. Bill is wheeled into the operating room where he notes several armed police in hospital scrubs. While Bill's surgery takes place, Dr. Webb removes the unknown donor's head from yeah. his body on a nearby operating table. Well, what the hell? Why would you take his head off? Bill awakes from the surgery. They're taking other body parts off him. Why are they? They're not, I don't know. Bill awakes from the surgery and begins to adjust to his new arm. After he is released from the hospital, he resumes his work and things seem back to normal. However... Bill starts seeing visions of horrible acts of murder as if he is committing them and occasionally loses control of his new arm. At the prison, Ray, a convict whom Bill is interviewing, tells Bill that the tattoo on his new arm is only given to inmates on death row. Bill has a police friend scan his new fingerprints and is shocked to discover the arm came from convicted serial killer Charlie Fletcher who had murdered 20 people. Oh, that's a shame. So, yeah, that's the premise of the movie. And then, um, how does it end up? Let's skip to the end. Why uh, not? Dun, 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 dun. Um, let's see. Right before the... Uh, well, it's I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's it's too, it. Sorry. So he starts. He starts. Uh, he starts beating people up and trying to kill people, and then he he checks himself into like a hotel. Oh, they transplanted the guy's head onto a new body. There you go. <laughs> Why not? And, and I, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's kind of far fetched. Yeah, you think? But that is a movie, okay? And then. He found another one. Oh, we got we don't coming in now. Uh, hands of a stranger from 1962. A pianist's hands are severed in an accident. His, his new hands are those of a murder victim. The hands have a mind of their own. Um, and now John brought this up. What about Frankenstein? Right. What about Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster. He had all those body parts transplanted onto him, and then. Yeah, but they were all dead. Out killing people. Oh, yeah, that's true. They came from cadavers, right? Yeah. 
they dug people up. And then uh, the eye in 2008. Yeah, I actually remember that one. A woman receives an eye transplant that allows her to see into the supernatural world. There you go. There you go. So there are movies out there. I knew they had to be. Yeah, and we knew that Nate would know. Of course. Well, of course he he's our power news reporter. He knows all this stuff. Yeah. That's why we pay him the big bucks. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, you know it. You know it. So, it, to me, I, I would think this is more on, on the DNA level than the spiritual level. Hmm. Why? Because the organs are, are organic, therefore they have DNA in them, which we pass on a lot of our traits uh, through DNA. So, I mean, we are who we are because of DNA. That's true. Okay. So that would make sense that, that DNA introduced to the body would introduce new DNA to the body, and and uh, that would uh, kind of work on that level. So. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's just a thought. Didn't say it was a good one. Just a thought. No. I, I'm open to it. It makes sense to me. But how how does DNA, what about, like, when it mixes, so it mixes up with your DNA? Yeah. So then. That's why, that's why you still have your own person. You're still your own thing, but you have these extra stuff that yeah, you but, didn't have before because. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Because of the new DNA introduced to you. So you have new DNA in your body. Does it's that just mean, like a gener- genetic recorder? It's basically what it is. Does that mean now, if you ever had your DNA tested, you'd have two DNA profiles? Huh? How would that work? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Because I watch forensic files. Do you ever watch forensic files? Uh, probably. It's yeah. about how they always solve the murder using forensic evidence. Oh, cool. Oh, it's an awesome show. Honestly, I could watch it for hours. It's fascinating, right? And I'm at the point now where I'm like, oh, damn, I've seen this one before. And it's like, it'll play. They'll have like marathons. It's on um, uh, H- HLN, HLN um, channel. And... The DNA always finds the killer, the little minutest little speck. It's a hair. It's a. Oh, yeah. I I I saw one recently about some blood sample that was taken at a. uh, In fact, there was a case around here, Ann, and and you you watch it, you might know it. It was about the. If it's the same program I watched, it was a, a guy whose wife was murdered in Maine. And he was in Massachusetts when it, when it occurred, supposedly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it all, I mean, it was all like uh, it, he had a pretty solid alibi, but uh, it was only because he had a, a tip from uh, the Midwest where this woman um, was actually uh, dating him at the time. Mm-hmm. Where did they find? Where did they find? Did they find her in a barrel? No, no, no. They found her. She was at a friend's house, and she was murdered in a friend's house. Oh, okay. And it's not, it's not ringing a bell with me. No, they, they, yeah, this went back a little bit, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she was murdered in a friend's house, and the only thing they had one little tiny drop of blood that was 
in between some broken glass or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they, you know, they didn't, weren't able to match or anything until uh, they had a witness come through, uh, you know, giving them a tip about this other woman in the, in the Midwest. And then it all started unraveling. And But wow. the guy was phenomenal. He, he was like from, I forget what city he was in Massachusetts, but like three hours away. Mm-hmm. And he was able to go up and murder his wife and, and get back in time for the police to come to his door to tell him that his wife had died. Wow. And, and uh, he had sent out uh, emails during, because he was supposedly working that night, and he sent emails out during that time he was gone and yep. stuff. Yeah. Yep, and they probably tracked him from the 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 uh, the cell phone towers uh, and stuff nope, like that. Nope, they nope. didn't do that. Nope, and that was all clear. He was pretty uh-huh. fine. The distance was unbelievable. You didn't pick up on any of the traffic cameras going up there or anything. Mm. Uh, they had no case really against them except yep. for that, that one drop of, blood. drop of blood. And that, that, that got him. That and, DNA uh, screws you every time. Don't ever think you can get away with anything. Telling you, telling you, mm. yep. Forensic files. Look it up, folks. Yeah, but absolutely. so, so, so it always comes down to the DNA. So, what happens when you get DNA from someone else's organ? I just, how does that work? I don't know enough about science. Sorry. Well, it's, just, on, it's a little deeper than that. I think you know I'm, you really have to know about DNA and. Yeah. And a lot, I mean, I know a little bit about everything because that's what I have my degree in is environmental science. And we had, you know, I had to study uh, biology and comparative anatomy and all this other crap, chemistry and blah, 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 every ology that was out there. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, you really need somebody who was a forensic scientist, for instance, or or a uh, person that works at any of these DNA labs could probably tell us that. All right. It has something to do with specifically where the DNA comes from in the body. But yeah, you're right. I mean, do the the DNA somehow merge? Yeah. Uh, you know, Probably the, your existing DNA overrides, you would think, because, I mean, it's got to be, you know, whatever got transplanted to you, which I, maybe it would depend how big it is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, then we have these cases where the, the hankerings and everything and everything else like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't. So. I mean, we have lots of stories like, oh, you got your mother's eyes, you, you know, you got your father's habits, you got your grandfather's whatever, you know. Right. Right. It's always the stuff because it's 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 DNA and it gets passed down and down and down and ever. I mean, uh, in, in reality, we all come from the same places. If we keep going back farther enough, I mean, uh, the DNA matches and mixes and mixes and mixes all the way along the line. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, hey, I have to do a shout out because we got a message on our um, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Yeah, the Nigerian page. prince is back. He's huh? not a Nigerian prince. He's you not. Say so. He's not. Remso Martinez. Hey, man, it's good that you're back in the uh, back in the states, back stateside, and glad you're listening. So there's our shout out. We're gonna I'm shock. Him. We're gonna shock him again. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I'm glad you reminded me because I wanted to do that. I totally forgot. There's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Yeah, it's I saw, a surprise uh, that you remembered. It's which is even more. Well, I was gonna reply to him, and then you replied to him. So, how do you know it was me? Um, because it says posted by Ron Kolek. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't write it. I didn't write it. Intrigued. Anyway, 
We love our fans. Write and tell us hello. All tell, two of them. Tell, all two of them. Tell us that you listen to us. Just say, hey, whatever. Yeah. It's uh, Here's my name, and we'll give you a shout-out. I'm That's telling right. you. We will. Send, send your name in. Make, make me pronounce it. There you make, go. Make Ron pronounce it. <laughs> you'll regret it, or you'll laugh, whatever, either way. But anyway, so, yeah, so that, that, that whole DNA stuff is crazy. It's crazy. Do you want to hear another story? Or no? Yeah, before I do that, I just want to, I, I wonder if there's any examples, for instance, if, if someone had a transplant, would they see the ghost of that person? Well, the lady in the first, um, the first transplant thing, she dreamt about, about yeah, the, the young man. Dreaming's okay, but I just want to know if they actually would see well, the physical thing. Yeah, but, but you get visited in your dreams. That's, yeah. that's. That happens. If you believe that, yeah. Or, or that I've had it happen. Sometimes, My dream, sometimes dreams are just dreams. Uh, not some of the ones I've had. I I had a dream about my my neighbor Karen. God bless her. Mm-hmm. She died. She lived across the street. She died of cancer. And um, wow. And uh, she. I had a dream about her one night, and it was like nothing I've ever had, and I've never had another one. But I remembered every detail. Cool. And I never do that. I never do that. I never do that. Really? I always remember my dreams. I don't. I don't. And this one was, like, real. Mm-hmm. And she was there, and we were having a party in my house, and she worked her way through a crowd of people and came over and hugged me. She said, I can't stay long. I just wanted to say hello. And then she left. Oh, cool. That's, just like that's that. pretty much, Bam. you know, the number one sighting of ghosts is what they call a messenger ghost. And that's or what I call messenger ghosts. And that's somebody who has just recently died. Mm-hmm. And they show themselves to let you know that they're okay or to see that you're okay or just the, yeah. the final connect. Yeah, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Makes yeah. perfectly sense. Yeah. It was a hit. Boy, it was a hit and run. And and, uh, and I yeah. told her husband about it. And he was in that tears. That's my mom. I, you know, my mom didn't believe any of this crap. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. I believe it. Yeah. I, be- I believe. I believe that, and I believe that I got a visit. I do. Mm-hmm. So, and it was nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was nice. All right. So, so let's let's hear another one. All right. This this one's kind of morbid. Um, so this uh, I'm not going to tell you the title on this. I'm just going to read it. So oh, in good. Good. 2008, Sonny Graham, age 69, mm-hmm. took his own life by shooting himself in the throat. Oh, that's going to hurt. Yeah. He received a heart transplant in 1995. Aside from being tragic, his death was strange. Since the person whose heart he'd been given, Tommy Cottle, killed himself in exactly the same way. Oh. Yeah. Perhaps even stranger was that Sonny, who was the recipient, had even married Cottle's wife, Sharon. Right, that's that's bizarre. I'm sorry. In, yeah, in 2004, after they dated for several years, so he married his organ donor's wife. Oh, that's too creepy. That is that is crazy. So Sonny, who'd never displayed such dark tendencies before, met Cheryl after getting. Oh, he got in touch with her. Hey, hey wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe it's the wife. Did you think of that? Oh, okay. Forensic files. Get over here. Yep. 
Well, the girl uh, and the death, one or the other. Who knows? Um, like so most he, women. Uh, uh, he met Cheryl after getting in touch with her several years after the transplant, wanting to express his sincere gratitude. The pair, who were almost 30 years apart in age, fell deeply in love soon after they agreed to meet. To most, they appeared happy, with friends describing Sonny as a good man and the sort of person who would gladly help someone he didn't even know. Sonny and Cheryl had even talked about their experiences at donor-recipient conventions and fundraisers. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, maybe it could be the wife. I'm telling you. We've seen that. I've seen oh, yeah. forensic files. They act the wife killed the second husband, tried to pin it on the daughter, the poor daughter, and then they dug up the first husband yep. and found out that he had been poisoned. Black widows, yeah. 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 Is that the one that was in the yeah. military? The wife? No, the the husband was in the military. Uh I don't think so. Okay, I saw one of the exact same thing happen. Yeah, and she drugged the daughter and tried to make it look like the daughter had overdosed. There was, there was other cases too where where um, the the mother actually kills her children. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bevy of those, and that's yeah. absolutely horrendous. How can a a mother kill uh, her own child? I I, I uh, cannot fathom that of of all the things. Sick. They have to be very 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 sick to do something like that so I, oh. I mean i would think that a mother uh if had to make a choice between her husband and, and her her uh, son or daughter would would you know shoot the husband right <laughs> right, right. Well, wait. yeah i know okay we have to do a shout out shout out to john yay john in our chat room he's there every week He's okay. like, my name. I want to shout out. <laughs> so he got a shout out. Okay. And Nate, Nate got us another movie. Okay. Uh, do we really have to? Yeah. This is, this is what similar to what we were just talking about. He says, return to me. Oh, David Duchovny. D- David Duchovny. See, he even massacred his name. David Duchovny and Minnie Driver. A man I falls in love. Albany. Huh? Should that be Dutch Albany? No. Why not? D-U-C-H-O-V and why? Dutch Albany. Dukovny. Anyways, a man falls in love with the woman who received his wife's heart. That's creepy. Right? He must have known it, but it's just like this thing here. I don't know. Now, I could see that if it was stomach transplant, because we all know that a a way to the man's heart is through his stomach. A way to the man's what? Heart is through his stomach. Heart. Mm. You said hunt. I didn't did I really? that at all. Did I really? You did. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. Um, all right. So let me see what we're doing. Okay. Um how are we doing for time? Is that what you're doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. Okay. But, okay. the, uh, you know, I mean, this is a whole intriguing, you know, uh, facet of the paranormal that we never thought about. I, I would be really intrigued if if people with transplants actually saw the ghosts of the people that oh. died. Other than, I know we have these physical things, and, and that makes sense. I mean, in somewhat a way, if it's, say, for instance, DNA uh, 
if the cause is DNA, then th- that makes sense. But what about the, the actual ghost of it? Uh, you know, I mean, if, uh, for instance, you, Ann, if you if you passed away and you donated your something or other to mm-hmm. someone else, wouldn't you want to see if it was being put to good use? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. <laughs> so you want that person and see and make sure they're they're using your your transplanted item in the appropriate probably. fashion. Yeah, probably right. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. I would do that. Yeah, I would. Do like that. if uh, they transplanted my hands or something, and I'd want to make sure they were, you know, painting and uh, being creative and right, right, face painting little children and making them happy, things like that. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. I could do that. There you go. I keep seeing this strange blonde woman. I don't know who she is. <laughs> She's holding a paintbrush and waving it at me. <laughs> Or a video camera. Mm. Wouldn't that be funny? Mm-hmm. Mm. But, uh, yeah. There are... Uh, now, that brings up a, a similar subject, since you brought it up, is that there are several movies where where people actually paint things, and they don't know where they're coming from. Oh, and yeah. There's a lot of them. I know the Twilight Zone had a really good one. They, they, they would paint these creepy faces on it and uh uh yeah it was oh in that in that movie body parts other people who got transplanted uh transplant from um the guy who got the arm yeah um other people he talked to that had body parts legs and things transplanted one of them was a painter and was painting the scenes that the guy with the arm was seeing so he's like you're painting my murder scenes that I really? I had, yeah. That was part of that movie. Ooh. And the guy was making a lot of money, and he didn't care. He just kept painting. Mm-hmm. Oh, pizza from the dead. I wonder if there's any DNA in the pizza. I hope not. DNA, there you go. Pizza DNA. Pepperoni so DNA. if we eat anchovies, do we want to... Uh... <laughs> No anchovies. A, a hamburger? Do we want to, I don't know, crap in a field or something? I don't know. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's not nice. Anyways, this is, this is the bell. We got to go. So don't forget to uh, check out uh, Spirit Quest uh, coming uh, next uh, 10 days from now. Yes, yeah. please. That's Come right. Great lineup. Jeff Belanger, Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Steve wow. Parsons, uh, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan Jones from the UK, uh, God, Ken DaCosta, uh, your friend Derek Gunn, um, Thomas D'Agostino, um, the guys from MUFON, uh, Warro Worcester, Roxy Zwecker, Leslie Martin. You're doing, you're doing one. Wow, it's going to be a, a big. This is actually my biggest lineup ever, ever, ever. Big, big, big. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So go to anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and check out this event. And you even get to dress up as a, as a pirate if you want. Oh, yeah, Friday night. Ah. Looking forward to that. Hey, it's Talk Like a Pirate Day, Arg. Is it really? Arg matey. Yeah, someone posted that. Today? Today, supposedly. I didn't see a lot of people talking like pirates, though. No, I didn't either. 
Yeah, it's disappointed. Yeah, me too. What are you going to (laughs) do? I'm going to dress like a pirate. It's Spirit Quest, so there we go. Yeah, so there it is. So I guess we're going to wrap. Anything else you want to add? Just uh, come see me. I'm going to do a cemetery thing, of course, at Spirit Quest, but it's got a twist. It's got a twist. It's got a little uh, psychic detective work, so come and see Mm -hmm. us. Come and see me. Okay. How with all those other people? Come see me. Yeah, tunes, right. tunes, tunes. We gotta go. All right. Good night. Good night. Bless. Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.